it's a So So Scrutiny Podcast. My name is Robert Maine. I got my co-host over there, Corey Stocks. Sexy Fox. <laughs> hey, we're still going pretty strong with this. With what? With the name back and forth thing. <laughs> Yours is getting kind of hard. I know. Fox That's is, what she said. Fox is just off a little bit. Stocks. Fox. Ah, it works. I, I got to add this at the end. Yeah, but it works. It works. It's better than some of yours that you come up with. I know. <laughs> Mine's the easy name. Yours the is rain hard. in Spain falls mainly on the plane. That's me. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Not much. Easy pop quiz today. Uh, this is Thursday. Of course. It's a song called Jet Black New Year. I love it. What's What album is it from? Um, Ooh, trick question. It's not Waiting. Nope. It's not Kill the House Lights. It's on an EP. Oh, it's, it's the one with all the mannequins on it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the live record, Five Stories Falling. Five Stories Falling, there you go. That's a trick question, but yeah, it's the only uh, studio song on this album. And why did you play it? Oh, because it's the end of the year. It's our last podcast this of is the my, year. Uh, yeah, this is my uh, end of the new year. I kind of want to play the whole song until I get to the I know, 10, yeah. 9, 8, so. For sure. What have you been up to this week? Um, Christmas? Not much, yeah. Christmas was cool. Um, I'll pot it back up when it gets to that part. I'd say that today's events were the most interesting of the week. Today? Yeah, in the morning. No, early, early morning. That was your big thing of the week? (laughs) It's the most (laughs) memorable. All right. Yeah, Corey and I just got back from watching Uncut Gems. Well, not 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 oh. that even before that. Oh, so I got woken up by the alarm or oh. uh, smoke alarm. It went off, and I'm like, "Oh, uh, I guess I need to turn that off, right?" But it stopped. It only did its whole phase once, and I'm like, "It's probably low on battery." And then I go downstairs to find one of our big ass house plants got knocked over, and there's fucking dirt everywhere everywhere i didn't and see immediately it but they showed me the photo <laughs> i saw red and the cats were my next victims mm-hmm. but they're too lovey you couldn't oh, do anything i was so pissed for, yeah well how long did that take you to clean up though come on not long yeah but that was eventful because that was the most eventful thing what woke me up right, was the, the damn smoke alarm yeah oh yeah this part's cool i still say it's ghosts i don't blame it on the cats it probably was ghosts. This is the best part of the song, everybody. It counts down. This song live rocks. If you don't put your hands up to count down, you're not a true Thursday fan. Yeah. Here we go. So we can get the countdown going. My hands are right. Count this shit down. Chances to drown ourselves in black hair dye. Eight faces turned away from the shock. Seven windows and six of them locked. Five stories falling. Name of the album. Forever, ever. Three chances to live out the It's super heavy. So good. Whenever people say they don't like Thursday. And I show them this song, they kind of change their mind. They're like, whoa, that's really cool. Because this song is so... Ah, so it's very creative. Yeah. I like it a lot. He's it, always a really good lyricist. It blew so. my mind when I was like 17, 18 when I heard this song come out. And he started counting down. I was like, oh my god. Something's going to happen at the end. And sure enough. Uh, that's basically it. I'll down. So how was your week? 
That was pretty good. Did the, uh, the Christmas thing with my family. I got another Christmas thing coming up next week. Some family coming in from Tennessee. Um, but I had my step step family. We did a big Mexican feast at my uh, stepdad's That's house. That's awesome. Dude, I had, I know you're not a meat eater, but the meat eaters out there are listening. I had the best tri-tip. Or no, I'm sorry. It wasn't tri-tip. It was brisket. I've ever had in my life. My brother, my brother-in-law, I guess, uncle-in-law, he uh, smoked it for like, I don't know, six hours. And it was just freaking butter in my mouth. Was, <laughs> I wanted to take the whole thing and it went quick. And he also made ribs and chili. Oh, That's awesome. Feasted out. You want to know what we had for Christmas? Just a big block of soy. You just cut <laughs> it up. What'd you do? Close. With a side of grass. My family always does like Jay's catering. Dude, really? Always. I, my family knows them all the time. Yeah, Bastianis are uh, uh, my dad's like uh, best friend. Yeah, I, my mom used to work at Jay's Catering. Oh, that's awesome. The one off of uh, Garner Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. They, she, she worked there for when I was like really little. They didn't do it this year. Yeah. It was it was a rough end of the year for yeah. them, and they just kind of it's not like, cheap. Fell behind, you know. But um, it's good. Stuff normally, though. that's what we'll do. We'll do sandwiches. Oh, so yeah. Liz and I were like, oh, we should do sandwiches because we love when we get to do that and the baked beans and all that. Um, so we ended up getting bread, like just white bread, vegan cheese, like Daya cheese, um, and some lunch meats and some vegan mayo. We just made Was a it just bunch of sandwiches. No, we went over to oh. my parents and my brother eats like mostly vegan. Oh, okay. So he enjoyed some of that too. Nice. Did you, um, get, did you get anything good this year? Yeah, I got a lot of really cool stuff. My parents gave us like a big Amazon gift card and we were able to, I ordered Solid. my like Muay Thai shorts. Oh, that's where you got stuff. that from? Okay, yeah. nice. Um, and a video uh, game. What else? Yeah, I got my boxing gloves. Nice. My uh, my new gloves. They're su- they're The teal ones? The teal yeah. silver ones? Nice. They're from a brand called Super Rare. I've they're, grown they're to like love that I, brand. <clears throat> I've only seen that your fighting outfits like when you showed me to them i would love you to model them for me one I day should just take model. a few pot- photos yeah for the instagram i'm down yeah let's do a little do uh, <laughs> fashion show because <laughs> he is very fashionable you should have seen these shorts that he pulled out of the oh, box they're today. super super pretty. they're very cool hayabusa is awesome and those shorts are rad they're like this blue they're really high cut so they're like almost boxer length nice um but it, it makes it a lot easier when you're training to... It's all legs and stuff, Yeah, right? yeah. it's a lot of leg work. Nice. But I, those, I got those gloves, and then I got that really cool, like, red and blue Muay Thai jacket. A jacket? I don't think I saw that. Yeah, it's really cool. It's like a... It almost looks like a baseball jacket. And then I have the... Um, I got a hat that says ha- uh, elbows like razors, because, you know, you use your, your elbows and stuff. But nice. I mean, I'm a huge Muay Thai fan now. I'm not by any means great at it, but I lo- like my gifts were all very centered around it. Do, um, are there like fights that we can go to? There like, there, any, like yeah, some of my fr- yeah, some of my let's go to one, dude. So, yeah, we should. Some of the people at our gym are going to be fighting in like dude, January, February. I'm I want to go support them. I've never been. I've been to. Try to think. I, yeah, you know, I'm going through all like the professional sports in my yeah. head. I've been to like every live event, but a fight, I've never been to a fight before. Yeah, King, we, where I go, Kings MMA. Um, yeah. One of the one of the gym trainers there, or one of the guys that's always there is Benil. He, mm-hmm. Dariush, he's like the, kind of like the owner of that particular gym. 
and he he fights a lot. He's like pro, I believe. Dude, let's go. Um, we what? should <clears throat> whenever. Yeah. But he usually goes like overseas. Well, I know, but it doesn't have to be him. But <laughs> it doesn't even have to be anybody you know. Yeah, let's just find one. It would be really cool. I love to see it. I'm sure you would it's love to just watch. So fun. You gotta watch these guys love it. do their thing in real action and get some pointers. You know? Yeah, because it's it's a hard sport. Oh, yeah, I there's bet. so much going on. But that was my, you know, that was my Christmas was good. It was nice. all based around boxing. So there what was is. yours? What is your best gift? Um, my best, well, <clears throat> one of the most thoughtful gifts I got this year there you go. was from my mom. And she gave them to everybody in the family. And they were like personalized calendars. So every month has a collage of like four or five photos that That's go with awesome. that month with like family. And like uh, April is all uh, baseball stuff because that's when baseball Super starts. Super cool. And then inside the dates, she got all the family and friends that we know's birthdays in it, so we don't forget them. Yeah. And then added like, she got every member of Thursday's birthday in there, that's and then like great. celebrities, and like everyone's <laughs> is different. Like some of them have like crossover. Like that some takes birthdays. a lot of work, dude. Too. I have no idea how she did this and how long it took. Like, yeah, it was we so were all awesome. Just blown away <clears throat> when she handed them out to us. That's Which, super cool. Yeah. So thanks, mom, if you're listening. And then you kind of sorry to interrupt you, but you got us the freaking awesome thrice blanket. I've been it's out of all the awesome. gifts I wanted to give out this year. This, that was the one I was like Fucking most excited. So about. Cool. We're going to gonna... throw it up in the podcast room. Yeah, yeah for sure. I don't know. Liz might cuddle up with it. She's like, I need to, I need to <laughs> cover up with it. It's too cool though. It, it's, it's badass. The palms logo or is yeah. the album cover kind of one of my favorite records. One of the most important yeah. records of that time. When so. I was shopping around, I was like, Oh, it's gotta be, oh, let's go on Thrice website. And I was like, shirts. Yeah. He's got shirts. Yeah. He's got that. And I was like, a blanket. Thrice makes blankets. It's, it's all Christmas. <laughs> Dude, I want a Thursday too. blanket. So yeah. bad. <laughs> so dope. Uh, but yeah. Um, other than that, you know, when you get older, it's just like one of the, one of the things I got most excited about was a white elephant get, uh, gift. I got, at my uh, stepfather's family, it was um, a really cool, like co- cooler bag. That oh, was, like, hell insulated. yeah. Yeah, it's huge. And then it inside was cool. a flashlight and a headlamp lamp pack and like this multi or cat, you know, caterpillar. Yeah. Multi tool thing. Oh, I can use all of that on I, set. I was I, so stoked on that. And it's so cool that you like y- you start to realize that it's not so much the stuff that you get that's like a toy wouldn't be cool anymore no. something that actually is utili- you know you unless utility driven yeah unless it's like awesome. a, a remote controlled bb8 i've always wanted one of those those are cool those are cool and now they have that other robot conehead robot dio dio whatever it is i like i like that little guy he's he, funny i wish he had a little bit more lines he what was about like, a remote control you. no uh, i don't like that i don't like that <laughs> what about a remote control babu frick which one's that? Who's the guy Frick? that's like, hey, or whatever. The little thing that. Was- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that guy. That's right. <laughs> he Bobby was ridiculous. Hey. <laughs> what a ridiculous name. He was so excited about everything. Yeah. Anyways, enough. Hey, we're going to do another Star Wars. Mandalorian finally finished. Did you oh, watch it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So maybe next week we, to talk we, about. we do the. Uh, Star Wars episode. Complete Star Wars. Come out like with the big ass bang. Let's do it. Um, What else do we got? Oh, oh, we also got like new stuff coming up, too. So that'll be True. cool. We've got a logo. Okay, new logo coming out. Yeah. I'd show you guys. Um, 
So Christmas. Also, I want to mention we keep I keep forgetting every episode to mention our unofficial sponsor of today. Coffee code. Coffee code. We've what been drinking. What do you last have? Last like three episodes we've been drinking it. I just haven't mentioned it. I know it is. It's it's amazing. It's so, what did um, you get? You got I got I got an Americano, a hot one, but I got a little splash of oat milk. It wasn't super bad. You good. let me try it. Yeah. You got just the nice. You Americano. know, I used to love putting milk, milk and sugar in my coffee. Yeah. And then one day I just finally like I'm an adult. I'm gonna drink a black. Just and every, every once in a while, if I get like <clears throat> six shots in it and I really need to wake up, yeah. I'll throw maybe one or two packets of Splenda just to sweeten it up a little bit. I'd but. like my pee extra dark today. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. But I got a Americano and God damn, they do a good cup of coffee. They do. Dude. Great. And then my wife got the uh, vanilla latte with oat milk. She likes that a lot. Nice. So we just also got back from watching <clears throat> Uncut Gems. Yeah. Literally just like an hour ago. Got done with it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, we did our scrutiny scale. Let's let's get into it. Um, oh man! Wow, it was great. I it, loved it. it. I thought um, it maybe was. I loved it. I liked it. I thought it was fantastic. And you know how into the darker, like kind of weird ass movies I'm into. Well, but I'm gonna review the Lighthouse later, and that's that's the most compared to yeah. compared to the Lighthouse. This is light. Yeah. True. True. Yeah. This this movie was stunning, like visually. Just all the colors that were at work yeah. and it seemed like the colors were important as well because even the in the stone. weekend scene, like with the orange jacket that oh. just like stood out. Did you notice that like even though he was you're looking at Adam Sandler? Yeah. But he's right there. The glow of that orange was still yeah. like on him. That was a really crazy. Cool yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that the music was one of the best parts of the movie, like the ominous, like ambient 80s sounding God, and it was this movie is so fuck. fucking stressful i know i never want to bet on sports no ever like i've never really done it in the first place but this is well like, like i God. i like how the director is like did this and they the way they wrote it was this thing where it's like oh, okay things are going good and it's like oh shit that took a quick turn then, for the worst but then it goes and then you're like oh shit yeah what's he, might, happen? he might come out again and then it's like oh yeah well. um yeah we don't give too much away but um the ending was what I expected. This movie was like basically what I expected, but yeah. I'm not mad about it. It was no it was great. It's gonna be up for war. It's gonna be definitely up for awards. Like Adam Sandler is gonna be nominated yeah. for an Oscar. That's fucking crazy. Well, and then I thought I thought back in my head when before we watched this, I had my doubts because I just I, I'm not a fan of Adam Sandler really. I don't at all. Even like I the comedies. I mean, like Big Daddy, like Big Daddy, um, the hits, Madison, the, yeah, Madison, Fifty First Dates. I'm okay Happy, with Happy Gilmore. But like the dumb, like pixels and shit that yeah. he's done, that garbage. You know what I mean? And he does it for a paycheck. Some of these still. these new Netflix movies he's doing are probably pretty rough too. But he, you know he he signed them some huge contract with them. What was that movie? The the other movie he did on Netflix that was like it was about a Jewish guy. Um, I don't know what it was called. I forget what it was called. But he's good in indie films like this movie. His character and the um, kind of his the craziness of his character reminded me a lot of how he did Punch Drunk Love. Have you seen that? Uh, yeah, that movie. I've seen everything PTA has done. That movie's crazy. It's it, let's see, so good. Oh, was it the Merowitz stories? Yeah, I never saw that. I think I saw it, and I think I remember it being pretty good. Um. But I'm I'm happy to say that his performance in this movie was 
pretty damn great. incredible. He pulled it off, man. It's, yeah. it's kind of hard not to look at him and say, oh, that's Adam Sandler. Yeah. But there were some moments where I was, like, I was definitely in... When, he's had the, when he had the glasses on, when he had, yeah. didn't have the glasses on, I was like, oh, Adam Sandler. But when he had like the super dark yeah, and all the for jewelry sure. and, his, and his big teeth, and I was like, oh, I'm buying this. He yeah. was he was really good. It, I, I, probably the best actor in the whole movie. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's some great performance. Kevin Gar- Garnett, I mean, he's an athlete. It was pretty cool it that he bad. was in it, yeah. yeah. I liked, <clears throat> so basically it's, without giving the story away too much, Adam Sandler is a jeweler, a Jewish jeweler in New York. Yeah. And um, you kind of catch him in the middle of like this thing. He's got bets here and there. He's owing a lot of people all over town. And uh, he come, he has this investment on this stone and everybody wants it, but he wants to sell it. And he's got to get, it's just a lot of storylines and a lot of spinning plates. Twists and Definitely, turns. That was yeah. one thing I was thinking is he's got a bunch of spinning plates and all of them are crashing at the same yeah. time. He's got to catch them and, um, yeah, I think I like the idea that, um, they kind of put this story inside like reality. So it was based around Kevin Garnett playing with the Celtics. Yeah. And I forget what year it was. Did we ever figure that out? Year I, I didn't figure it out. Um, but it was basically set around the, uh, I got it. Uh, the, the oh, 2012. Oh, thank you. Oh, wow, was that soon? Oh, I thought it was more like yeah. 2005 or something. And it was, it. I love that it grounded itself in reality because then it made you feel yeah. a part of it. Oh, shit. I remember when this game or whatever, you know, yeah. um, I'm not a huge basketball fan, but neither am I. But I, I mean, I, I it was it. awesome. Yeah. Um, Who else? Um, I mean, he was like the whole movie. Do we ever is there a scene where he's not in? We're with him the whole time. Uh, yeah, you are. I like the kids, too. The kids were really good. Yeah. Or well, the and kid with his I think it's his son, right? Yeah. The, the one boy who's also very into <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely gonna be his dad. Yeah. Um, that kid. The two mom or the mom and the mistress were good. Yeah. And and the the heavies too. Those two like the main guy, you know, the guy at the end. Yeah. He was pretty good. I liked that. He it was, was pretty fa- a lot of facial expression. Yeah. But man, stressful. It was stressful. stressful. I came good, home though. with anxiety. Yeah, like, oh crap. But a good movie. What'd you give it on screen scale? Um I like overall I, I thought that cine- cinematography was like the strongest that in the soundtrack, but overall I gave it a 90. Wow. I was close. Um, I gave it an 85. Yeah. Yeah. So 90%. I would, I would definitely recommend going to see it before Oscar season. It's a really, It'll really be good over one. Stuff. I don't know. I mean, I would, I don't think he's going to win the best actor. No. Adam Sandler, but it'd be, I think he should be nominated. He should be nominated for sure. Um, especially with, with, with what's out there and, um, it was yeah. an original idea. Kind it of. felt it yeah. felt really like different. It's just like a moment in time of this guy's life, and you just kind of have to catch up and figure out what's going on. And whenever I see that A twenty four dude, <laughs> the production, I'm like, I'm in. I'm gonna go watch it. It's gonna be yeah, dark, they, they weird. Have, yeah, that's that's their roster. Mm-hmm. Um, and the uh, the two guys that directed it, they did. Uh, what was that the Good Times? Good Times with uh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I saw it. And it's very similar. You have you you need to see it. It's pretty. I well, should. You don't need to see it, but. There's I like a, Robert. There's a lot Pattinson. of Scorsese movies you need to see. Yeah. Before that. Oh, but and it's, it's, it's good though. Oh yeah. Interesting said, to mention Scorsese executive produced. I did not know that until after we were doing some research. Too. I'm sure he had some something to do with like the little bit of mobbiness you see yeah. in there. You know. Yeah, absolutely. There's definitely some of that. And yeah, knowing that after looking back, I can now kind of see where that Scorsese kind of finger was maybe 
on it. You know, yeah. Especially with the final cut and everything. I also like the, the intro is really cool. The, the zoom in on the yeah, there's a lot opal of that. and it was all like weird I, and chemical looking. The, the stone, I, I kind of wanted them to take all those gems out. Why was it surrounded by like, rest of, yeah, it was like, they kept it like that was, that's how it's supposed to look like. Like, like Cut that I mean, shit I guess and put it on a fucking yeah, chain, uh, a Furby. Furby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite parts, like the Furby. Look, he can fucking move his eyes. <laughs> creeping too. people out. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. Um, I thought it was really good. Um, I, I would go see it again. It has rewatchability for me. That's I want to see. I'm it not again. going to the theater to see it again. No, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd see it again. Overall, good stuff. Pretty good. Let's get into some more. Um. Let me let me just do one yeah, mine real quick. Do I'll do yours. one and then do yours, and, and then do we'll my, do your final one. Yeah, because uh, these two movies you've already seen, and since it's kind of on the subject of weird movies, let's just get the lighthouse out of the way. Okay, boy, another stressful fucking movie. Yeah, um, directed by Robert Eggers, starring Def- uh, William Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. Did the witch as well? The yeah, Eggers. I didn't see those. Um, Actually, the Eggers brothers wrote. Yes, Lighthouse that's right. and right. yeah, which is cool. Um, this is getting a lot of attention. It's gonna get up rewards. If anything, William Defoe should get the fucking best actor. Oh my award. god! All the dialogue that motherfucker put out in this movie, she, like some of the verbiage and the yeah. words that he had to say was just crazy. And there was one scene. I don't know if you noticed. He's talking his, about like Poseidon it's and a, shit. Yeah, there's a close up shot of him, and he's it's kind of more at the end, and they're yeah. fighting, and he's giving him this big, you know. Like eloquy is that a word? Is that a word? Uh, soliloquy Solo- kind of whatever. thing. Yeah, and he doesn't blink. He didn't blink for the whole. It's like a two minute thing, and he's just staring. And he's just. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I'm. Wait, I noticed it like halfway. Like, oh, he's not blinking. And then I started looking for it, and he didn't yeah. blink. So and that he, guy. Whew. Oh man, that's his, the one thing I'll take away from this movie is Pattinson and Defoe were the best parts of this movie. Like, yeah, acting wise, like, they went through it all. And so. and I I. I really like the references to mythology. Like oh, it yeah. was, it was scary. You, yeah, like when he's like, like, I, I want, I want Poseidon to damn you. And like, you know, he, he got into it's it. It's all it crazy. Yeah. There's lots of references to a lot of literature <clears throat> stories in this. And over, overall, so I gave it a 79.5. Okay. And I think that's kind of high, <laughs> but that's what the scrutiny scale says. Cause overall what, what these guys did and women, uh, on this movie, was amazing. They yeah. they built that lighthouse. The some of the cinematography was amazing. All natural light, no uh, lighting. No, from what they said, bullshit. Or they some of, those, it. some of those shots they had to now, because a lot of it's at night too. Like I can understand like the day shots they don't need it, but some of those nighttime shots when they're inside the lighthouse and they got the cool light going off them. There's no way. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe I don't know. I don't know. They're really good at, the, at their craft, so they might be that nerdy about it. So, or maybe they just the parts indoors were only naturally yeah. lit because you saw a lot of candles. Either way, work. it was lit beautifully. It's yeah, a lot of shots. Um, the aspect ratio was really cool too. Yeah, it's, it's. With that being said, it's a little hipstery. It's a little. You got a little hipster vibe. It's. I mean, with the. When you do the four three aspect ratio, it's just like why we got out of that aspect ratio a long time ago for <laughs> a fucking reason because we got better cameras with widescreen. Like I don't, yeah, I think uh, it was his nod but, to older. But the, yeah, film. obviously everyone that made this movie were big fans of 
film noir, yeah. black and white, suspenseful, creepy movies from back in the day. And they just wanted to recreate that. So I tip my cap to them, but it's not necessary. It that <laughs> That is my movie of the year. Look how good this movie, how good would that 100%. movie look in fucking 70 millimeter widescreen? Maybe though, maybe the, I don't know. No, they, don't they filmed so? it that way. All right. Yeah. But I, and then another thing is the, the way they did that though, with the black on the sides, some of those scenes are so black that you don't see the crop. It, yeah. The clothes kind of blend in. So it almost gives it like a widescreen. Yeah. That like, makes sense. On some of the scenes, but like the daytime, it's just, um, I, I mean, uh, I didn't like it, but I appreciated it. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. The story was just, I didn't know what the fuck's going on. What was real? What was not? Yeah. Drinking off, farting, pissing, shitting. It was really gross. (laughs) I love that. There were some funny parts. There was one, like one particular Defoe is yelling at him again. There's so many scenes where he's just yelling at Pattinson and and he's trying to convince him to do something. And after all this, Pattinson just looks up and goes, all right, I agree with you. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I'm fucking done. So it's, 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 it's got its moments, but there's also the part where, where Pattinson loses his shit. And your fucking farts. Yeah. Oh, the fucking farts. I there's, just love There's some good quotes in this movie. I'll get loses that. his head. Overall, it's good. I, I guess, guess the, the. It's a little grosser and. Yeah. I don't know. It's. I don't know what I'll say about it. I guess what <laughs> I got from it was definitely. Because this, this director and writer, these writers they deal a lot in like nature and like the grittiness of humanity. If you watch the witch as well, it's very gross as well. Oh, well um, after this, I'm not watching that. There's one. no farts and stuff, but <laughs> it's a little more of a horror film. But, um, I think I really like how they just said, Hey, you know what a horror movie is? Well, screw it. I'm going to try to do a psychological horror movie where it was kind of like a modern you know, vintage twist. Yeah, to- for sure. Almost like a dark Hitchcock movie. Yeah. Definitely Hitchcock vibes. Yeah, a lot. With like the lights to the lighting, like going across their face sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad movies don't have smell of vision. No, I know. That movie would have fucking It stunk. Yeah, salt and farts and bird shit and all kinds of stuff. So if you want a scary... Not not scary. It's It's not not really scary. scary. It's It's creepy and... Yeah, it makes you feel icky. I think like I, I told my, my Nana I was going to watch it and she's like, Oh, I want to see that. I was like, eh, I don't know. And now, you know, like, I don't know if you'd like that now. I don't know. She might appreciate it, but it's not a grandma movie. That's for sure. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot more going on. I think. Yeah. Sorry. What else did you see? I don't know what you saw. Um, Netflix movie, oh. Mar- marriage story, marriage. I need uh, to watch this. Story, I've, I've, uh, Nana, speaking of Nana, she was watching this the other day and I was walking in and out of some scenes and what I saw was. They're acting their fucking balls off in that movie for sure. Yeah. So yeah, tell me what you got. Adam Driver um, and uh, Scarlett Johansson. Man. She's a babe. What a freaking incredible pair of actors, especially together. Um, This is a Noah Baumbach Baumbach movie, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did he write and direct it? Let me check. Um, The... The soundtrack, by the way, was Randy Newman. Oh, really? Um, he did the whole which, thing. Yeah, oh. which is pretty freaking incredible. You could tell though, like it was it was very um, it, it was very, very much, Randy Newman. <laughs> yeah, very very much. So, um, I think that I think that the part that got me the most are the silent the silent parts, like the silent moments when you really get to focus. Yeah, it's Noah Baumbach. 
Um, you get to really focus on like Adam Driver's facial expressions. And um, it was kind of a movie about just the crumbling of this marriage, but it gave you both sides of it. And it was, it was so sad. It's such a sad movie. You know what else he directed? What? The Merowitz stories. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I had a feeling about that. Damn. I got to rewatch that. Um, yeah. Have you I, seen anything else he's, he's done? I have not. Cause uh, I, unless I saw that, I, I think I did. I've seen, uh, the squid and the whale and Greenberg. I heard Francis Haas pretty good. And the squid and the whale is really what put him on the map. Yeah. It's, it's from what I saw the little clips of marriage story. It's, it's definitely like that. You're just in the moments with these people fly on the wall and it's, it's just chaos. It, it also is about, so this Adam driver is actually a director yeah. of theater. Um, and Scarlett Johansson is like his, you know, he, he, she acts in his stuff and she wants to direct, but he doesn't let her, he doesn't want to take off the creative reins of that. Mm. And so like they, she's like, I need to grow professionally. So she tries to move into like film and he like kind of makes fun of her for it. And it's just a mess. Like it, it definitely left Liz and I, we were sitting on the couch. We were both in tears, like half the movie. Cause really? it's just so sad. Like you watch the degradation of this family, you know? Um, but it's also very real and very human and it's, um, it kind of plays, it almost, when you're watching it, you feel like you're watching a play. The lines are very like one after another. I was just going to say, it's boom, like a play. Boom, boom. His stuff is very play-ish. Yeah. Play-ish. Like somebody will say something, da-da-da-da-da, and then somebody else will say something right after and it like sometimes leads you in a different, you know, direction. I, uh, <clears throat> the one scene that I really like stood and watched was, um they're like in an apartment and they're yelling at each other. And yeah. He says some really fucked up shit to her. Yeah. I wish you would. He says something like, I wish, I I wish you would fucking die in a car crash. So I'd never had to like, it's crazy. It's pretty, it's pretty rough. And yeah, very much like a play. And yeah, I like when, like you're saying line and line. Mm-hmm. I like when they cross over each other where yeah. they, it's, because that's what a real conversation would be. You'd be Chaos. You, you're sta- you're stepping over some. If especially when you're fighting, you're never da 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 da. Yeah, it's da 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 You know, it's all over the place and cross. And that's one thing I noticed in that one scene is it wasn't waiting for your line. Yeah, they were just it's going at moment. it, yeah. and it was very human. But yeah. um, I know my family's been like heavily affected by divorce. Like most of my family is divorced. Same here. So like it. Yeah, like it hit hit home. home. It's like, oh shit, I remember. Even with like my parents who, you know, they're together, but like they, you know, they had moments. It was, you're like, holy crap. Yeah. Marriage isn't easy. (laughs) Like it's fucking hard. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I know it, 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 and it, it makes you, it really makes you feel for, like, I I don't want to be the, on the guys team all the time, but like, Adam Driver in a lot of the moments you're like holy shit I feel Did you hear about how he doesn't he has like this phobia and literally gets sick when he hears and sees himself on screen Really? Apparently the other day when he was at NPR doing an interview during the break like coming back or something they played a audio clip and of, he, they didn't he, he he put down the headphones and left he just like left 
And NPR was like, what the fuck? And apparently this happens a lot too. He just, he, he has this thing where he can't hear, see himself on the screen, which is so weird. I mean, I guess I understand. It, it might looks, be a little nerve wracking. You don't watch Star Wars, bro? I, probably not. He's like, I don't give a shit. I just go Kylo, in. I act emo I Kylo Ren doesn't yeah. want to see himself. But let me tell you but that. That doesn't take away from, he's a great actor. He's, he's incredible. Him, like, I feel like there's a, there's a new class of just actors rising up. Robert Pattinson, him. Um, there's a lot. I can't even... Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is in there now. I saw... Actually, speaking of the A24, this is came to yeah. mind. I saw a funny meme the other day where it said... Um, uh, like two people talking. Ro- Robert Pattinson will never get out of his Twilight yeah. coma. And then it had on the bottom, like, A24 as a person. It's like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And totally, like... That well, now he's in freaking Christopher Nolan's movie. He's going to oh, yeah. be that... Act- he's going to be like Leo. Leo, he's going to jump on that actor, train, you know? But yeah. There's some of these guys, too, like him and Adam Driver. I can't wait till they're, like, 60. Oh, yeah. And, and like, like they're the... I don't want to compare them to the De Niro. All like, of them, yeah. Those guys being old and just playing those old Gritty. roles. Oh, love yeah. it. Yeah. But overall, I would highly recommend it if you're triggered by like triggered. stuff like this. Like if 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 it sets something off in your head, like yeah. I wouldn't recommend watching it because it is it's really hard to watch at times. Yeah. But I think it's beautifully done. Um, I gave it on the scrutiny scale. I gave it an 88 just because right. there is some things. Um, this is one of those movies that I know it's going to be up for Oscars. Yeah. And I need to watch it, but I don't want to watch it. It's it's. it's it's going to be homework. It's brutal, but like it's homework. really good. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm thinking right now, Netflix is going to have at least two movies up for Best Picture this year. And it, they'll probably win with The Irishman. Yeah, for sure. Isn't that crazy? Netflix is going to win. Because they've been trying. You think this they'll was, win Best Picture? Who do you think right now is like the leading contender? Well, I think it'll be... Um, uh, the. I think the war movie that we watch might... Might no the one we watched. Oh, for best picture, I think it'll no. be up for it. Yeah, no, 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 no. It may not win. No. Don't you think it'll be up it, for it? It'll be about. It'll be up for documentary, but not best picture. All right. Well, then I know no, that the lighthouse will be there. I know that uh, this movie, Irishman, um, maybe Marriage Story. I, um, I think Noah Baumbach has enough cred right now that. He'll, he'll at least be up for screen. Joker. I think Joker, Joker will, be. will be up there. And then uh, Lighthouse. And uh, yeah, there's some other ones. I, there's so much that came out this year. I think Irishman's going to win. Like, how, how can I mean, you not is, vote for that? I mean, it is three. It's an epic. It's, it's like a yeah, three hour epic. The only downside people might look at is it's Netflix. Yeah, and that's true. But it's Scorsese. It's like the dude went to Netflix. Like I know. To win his Oscar. <laughs> well, he's won. He's won. He's won like. Yeah. Um, cool. Mayor's story. Can't can't wait to watch it. <laughs> you say uh, that now. Uh, let me go through this real quick again. Uh, Shazam. I finally saw that last night too. Mm-hmm. That came out like in yeah, February last came year. Came out a while ago. Yeah. When it first came out, I was like, ah, eh, it looks fun. DC. Well, you know, let's see. But yeah. Kind of wanted. I went uh, went to the theaters and back. So, but it was. Um, I found it on a legal website last night. Um, a perfectly legal. 2019. Website. Uh, Directed by David Sandberg. Do you know what else he's directed? Um, I always forget. He did. This is uh, what the heck did he do? He did. Didn't he do a horror movie? He did some horror movies. Um, was it The Conjuring or something? Yeah. Hold on, I'm trying to bring it up for some reason. Show. Or Annabelle or. That's it. Yeah, Why he did. It? He did oh. something horror related. I'm sorry. 
sounds so good. I, they all blend for me, like all the horror movies. Yeah, like, like halfway through, I was like, oh, this, you know, it's not too bad. And we, who who directed this? Yeah. And then come to find out, it's like a horror director. Yeah. <laughs> he's done, uh, oh, he's doing the Shazam sequel, too. He's doing the next one. That's An- cool. Annabelle, Lights Out. Oh, yeah, Lights Out. I remember and that. And a bunch of uh, creepy shorts. But uh, I thought I, I this movie was, I mean, obviously, it's not like a oscar movie or no. anything like that but it is definitely a fun movie comparing it to you know the successful marvel movies yeah. um i mean i gotta ha- i gotta compare them to that yeah um it, it was pretty much what i thought it was gonna be yeah. which i was happy with it wasn't bad it was fun it's basically big with a superhero yeah and they even they even uh do Mention, a little reference yeah, with the piano do. and they kind of make fun of it which is great it's got moments. I really liked his little brother, the one yeah. that had the crutch. I can't wait till he's older. He's, and he's acting his balls off too, man. He was great. Um, yeah, he's a, he's very very expressive. His name is uh, Zach Dylan. So it was starring Zachary Levi, Mark Strong, uh, Asher Angel, who plays the younger Shazam, and then, yeah, uh, Zach Dylan, who plays his. He's also brother. in It, right? Oh, yeah, he's in It. Yeah, movies. okay. He's. He has he's one out of all those kids that just has this expressive like he's able to like emote I can very see him well without doing stand up. Yeah, when he's older that too for sure. Um, I gave it a 71.5. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a little low. Look at my scale. Yeah. I thought I, mean, I would have maybe gave it a, close to an 80. It was pretty good. Pretty funny. Yeah. Mark Strong is great. Always. He's, it seems like he always plays the bad guy. In I know. Right. He plays a good guy in the Kingsman movies, which I like. But um. He's so menacing and he pulls off the American accent. Not too bad. The one scene in the like the office building with all the demons. And he, like, oh, he yeah. Throws he the guy the win- That's the one part where I'm like, oh, it's directed by a horror. Yeah, horror pretty, director. That part was pretty scary. Pretty scary. Um, also, uh, the wizard guy, the main wizard guy. Yeah. He is in the Marvel franchise. Is he? He oh, plays, does he play? Uh, he's in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Um, when when Quill first finds the orb, and he's like, "I'm Star Lord." Who? You remember uh, that part? Oh, I think I do remember. He's that. all yeah. makeup too, but I was thinking, "Oh wow, he's DCN." Yeah, wow, that's way pretty to go, cool, dude. But um, I feel like they took a page out of like the smaller Marvel movies too, like Ant Man. It had like a feel like kind of whimsical. Some of these DC movies. They try to go way too big. They do, yeah. And what Marvel found out is like you can do that, but you gotta have like these personal human yeah. stories to connect with and make them kind of grounded. And, and the foster parents were so awesome in right? this movie. I love. I love the dad. He was yeah. He was so great. He kind of reminded me of like a really fat Phil Roberto. Yeah. <laughs> With <You> the beard. <laughs> if Phil's listening to this. No offense to you, man. He was really fat. You're really skinny. Don't worry. But, but you're my. He's so jolly and so nice. Yeah. And like, that's on totally the, what I, Phil is. And I love on the car like Liz. Liz is kind of got emotional because she like really feels fairly passionate about like foster mm. and stuff like that and she saw like there's a bumper sticker that says like uh, oh, I my, that. my other su- my superpower or being is being a foster parent like yeah. my other superpower is being a foster I, parent i caught the end of that i didn't see what it what it it's, said yeah that was really cool overall it's a fun yeah superhero movie i i <clears throat> the second one's coming out I'll, I'll definitely see it now yeah for sure especially how they ended it i won't spoil it but how you know the rest of them yeah heck yeah, yeah that's it's, gonna be fun it's, it's, it's gonna be kind of fun um, liked it a lot um i think it was it was dc's high point at this point wonder woman and this are kind of their you know high points and then 
at oh, the very 1984 end. as well. Yeah, but that also at the very end. Oh, at who the, shows up? Remember? Oh, Superman. Well, well, spoil it. No, everybody's seen it. No, come on. Okay, but you don't Spoiler. see his, they don't see his face. But yeah, yeah he, I he think they just up. threw that in for laughs, though. No, they're gonna they're, they're they want to do what Marvel does and tie them all into the same universe. They need to redo shit though. Yeah, they need to start from scratch. With Superman, especially. Sorry, uh, what's his name? Cavill. But we need to restart Hopefully they it. can restart it with the new Batman movie, too. Yeah. I'm really hoping they pull it off on that one. Oh, that's... Yeah, hopefully. And, it, and if it goes too dark, it'll be really hard to pull Shazam into that. Yeah, it's true. Because Shazam is very, very, like... Bright. Uh, bright, hopeful. Yeah, like, for sure. I don't want that getting mixed with some crap, like, no. again... Cool. That's enough reviewing. Yeah, for, now. for sure. Um, do you want to do podcasts or stories? Let's do podcasts. All right. We we're trying to figure out our we've been doing like our top movies and top music of the year. And this isn't really necessarily the top year, but our f- top three favorite podcasts that yeah. we listen to. Um, hopefully you don't cut into your podcast, you know, these don't make you want to listen to other podcasts and not ours. I know, right? <laughs> listen to these on the extra time, spare time. Listen after to these other listening ones. to us, then you can listen to these ones. Um, so when, since I just went, what's your number three, buddy? Oh, my number three um, is actually it, it finished earlier this year. It it's called "To Live and Die in L.A." Oh, I um, is an investigative true crime podcast. Oh, I'm very into like true those. crime. Like if you listen to serial. Or if you did, you I, I hear tried, cereal? I tried that one. I didn't like it as much. What about S Town? Have you heard that? I listened to that one. That was great. Fucking that beautiful, was amazing story. Um, this story is about uh, the disappearance of a aspiring actress. Her name was um Adia Shabani, um, and she was last seen alive leaving her apartment with her boyfriend, and then like a bunch of events transpired. I don't want to spoil any of it because the entire time is this investigative journalist that kind of like. Is it in real time? Yeah. Okay. He uncovers well, shit on the way. Of the record, real time of the recording. Yeah. Okay. And as he's recording it, they find out new shit because of some of the stuff he came up with. Mm-hmm. And it's nuts. It's so crazy. If you've heard of these like internet investigative journalists that kind of just like are super crazy sleuths, like they figure out all this crap on their own time and then try to help solve crimes this is similar but it's an actual investigative journalist who goes out yeah. on the you know the job it's really good i don't want to spoil anything because every episode is like a like oh shit that's crazy yeah. that's but i highly recommend to live and die in la it was recommended to me by one of my coworkers because she knows i love true crime and she's like this one is crazy listen mm-hmm. to it have you heard of <clears throat> up and vanished up and Vanished. Dude, if you like that stuff, listen to Up and Vanished, the first season. I did not. That's a good one. I need to check it. Is, it, is got, it true crime? Yeah, that's what got me into like the true crime podcast. And that one kind of has an end too. And then they had a season two that did like Atlanta murders. Yeah. I didn't really listen to that one as much. But the first season though, it's about um, a beauty pageant lady. Oh, I can't remember her name, but it's... Every week, the same kind of thing. It remind me of that. But. Or like Dirty John. That's another one. That, that one. Yeah, yeah. That one's pretty big. But to live and die in L.A., I was like, oh, it's is it about <laughs> the first question? Was it about like Tupac and Biggie <laughs> and stuff? And yeah. No, no, no. And I listened to it. I'm like, holy How crap. How many episodes? It's uh, it's only 
12 episodes and that's it that's the whole thing so it's it's doable and they're all 30 minutes like 30 to 40 longest one is 69 minutes (laughs) um but overall it's super good um it it keeps you on your feet you're like i want to listen to the next one i basically binge listened to it yeah um on my way home from work but that was one of my favorite podcasts of the year nice uh, my number three, um, it's actually a tie. I couldn't figure out which one to put it. So I'm going to just mention him real quick. Joe Rogan, of course, pod, one of the pod fathers of podcasting. I don't listen to all of his. Yeah. I can choose cause they're so fucking long sometimes like three hours, but the ones I do listen to are great. I love yeah. the ones where he has standard comedians on like, <clears throat> I actually just clicked download on the, uh, the sober October. Do you listen to him at all? I do. He does like the sober October with him, Bert Ari Shafir, Kreischer, Bert Kreischer yeah. and Tom Segura. And they figure out some funny competition where they get yeah. sober for a month and get in shape. And, and it's kind of fun. But he, <clears throat> even when he doesn't have the comedians, he has like scientists on like him with him and Neil deGrasse Tyson. I could listen to that forever. Yeah. He, he gets some pretty interesting people. He's on a there. good interviewer, man. People give him shit because he was the fear factor guy. Yeah. The UFC guy. And he's good at listening and asking questions. He's, I mean, Very he's, good. he's done so many years now. He's so good at it. And then, um, so enough of him. Everyone knows him. Um, number three really officially was the film vault. That's my, Oh yeah. My, my movie podcast. It's good stuff. Brian Bishop and, uh, Anderson Cohen. They just, um, we kind of steal from them. We do our top threes and our yeah. top fives from them, but they get a little bit more creative with like, you know, top five baseball movies, top five yeah. actors who are dead now. Cause you know, they, they have a movie podcast. Yeah. yeah for and sure. it's, it's, uh, they've been doing it for like almost 10 years, I think now. And, um, it's just a, and they also re- review movies that they see in the beginning. Kind of like what we do. We do yeah. Um, and they just have a really good, um, idea of, no, it's not, I shouldn't say that way. They each of them have a really good take on movies, and I'm I'm kind of in both of their boats. Brian is like the Marvel, Transformers, big action, summer blockbuster, yeah. comedy guy, and Anderson Cohen is more like you, who probably love the lighthouse and loves the creepy stuff and loves the Scorsese and the arts art artsy part, you know, the artsy stuff. part. I, I feel like I'm kind of right in the middle. I love the Star Wars movies, but you know, I did appreciate yeah. the lighthouse. So I like their little tie in and they're, and they're fun. So yeah, I've listened to a couple of their podcasts. They're really good. Yeah. They're fun. Very entertaining. As much, I try to listen to theirs every week because every Friday, but there are a few like, uh, especially the movies they review that I don't know what the movies are. I'm like, I don't really want to listen to them, but I love watching movie and then listening to what they think about it too. And yeah, yeah, it's great. My, my, my number two is, um, a political podcast kind of, um, well, very, political but it's up first it's by npr okay um and they it gives like a brief overview of what's happening in politics every day so and it's it's it doesn't take sides it just tells you what the hell is happening um whether it be with our presidency whether it be yeah it's very unbiased um they like to you know talk about stuff that's going on in the world too so they'll tell you some things that are going on overseas and it's yeah, like, holy crap even though we say unbiased and they probably want to say that too you know the right looks at them as like a yeah left-leaning they do um unfortunately yeah but they're they're so good they're yeah, about they are good. 10 to 15 minutes um and it's just a daily you wake up you have your coffee you listen to a 10 to 15 wow. minute podcast and it really makes it digestible for you like yeah 
okay, this is this is what's going on and this is what that means. Like they have people who literally say down. this is what that means. Yeah. Um Especially I, when it comes to politics. Some of that stuff is so confusing. Yeah, I'm I definitely love the ability of hearing it when it's, you know, 15 minutes as opposed to an hour and a half of politics because it just gives me a headache. Um, but it they introduced their podcast because a lot of their listeners were really, really interested in hearing like an, a short digestible mm. version of yeah. what they would do in their long politics, NPR the, politics podcast. On the live radio. Yeah. And you, and you have to like listen in at the right time. And now yeah. this, you can just do it at any time. More than three fourths of their listeners wanted to hear like a shorter thing. Wow. So that's, that's really cool. I'm glad they're able to do that. I'm I glad there's, that. I, haven't, I don't know about that one. It's really good. I like it. Cool. Uh, Liz, Liz got me on into that one because I'll hear it like I know the song and everything. And I'm like, oh, she's listened to up first. Nice, good stuff. Cool. Uh, my number two is D- another movie one. Doug loves movies. Oh yeah. Doug Benson, he's my boy. I've been. Uh, he's the first podcast I ever started. Well, actually, no, I'm sorry. This the the first like real podcast yeah. I started listening to. The first one was actually for a radio show down in San Diego called The Show. And we, uh, me and my buddy Tyler, we worked together and we, we tried to listen to it in real time, but yeah. then, but then finally they're like, we'll put it on a podcast. So that was like the first pot, first podcast I listened to, but then Douglas movies came around and he's been doing it longer than some of the comedian. Yeah. Yeah. He's a stand up comedian. He's known as like the pot marijuana comedian. He did Got that. It. He did the movie. Um, uh, God damn it. You did one called Not the, pineapple express. No, they're documentaries. Like, funny. got it. Um, the greatest movie ever rolled. Not, that's not one of, oh super high me oh so yeah of, uh, i did i watched that i believe of super size me where he ate all the mcdonald's super high me is he smokes a bunch of weed and not smoke a bunch of weed for you know two months and it's a really as funny as it's it, the concept is he does a good job he goes yeah. to like scientists and does studies and like he does like the real research i guess that's behind funny it. but then also interviews like his uh comedian friends but anyways, the podcast, he comes on, um, he usually does it at the UCB theater, uh, down in Hollywood. I've gone once. It's pretty great. Um, uh, one thing about his, it's a live podcast. Um, usually at a comedy, he, he does it US, uh, UCB, but then he goes around the country and does like theaters and sells yeah. out. It's, it's crazy how big his fan base is. And, um, uh, every, uh, uh, even if you buy a ticket to a show, you don't know who's showing up. Got it. Sometimes he'll give little clues and stuff, but he usually doesn't tell you straight out like this person's coming, which is fun because sometimes it's like four kind of unknown comics that you might not know of now. And he's, yeah. he's given them a chance. He gives so many chances to so many comics. I, I fucking love that. But then he'll have like an A-lister on. Like the other day he had um, um, uh, Ryan Johnson, yeah. director of Knives Out, and then one of the girls. And then, um, oh, shit. I forget, the, but he had, you know, almost the cast of like Knives Out, not the whole cast, obviously. Some get, of them, yeah. Yeah, but then he'll get, you know, some other big names. He just did a, um, every year he does the 12 Guests of Christmas and he does a, he started it on the West Coast. Now he does it on the East Coast too. And that's, he brings out 12 people or more. Uh, I think this last one was like 15 and they play games, movie games and they get eliminated and it's just fun, you know, yeah. just in, a lot of improv and um, I just love the guy. He's just so fun and he gets, he's doing everything he wants to do and getting paid for it. Yeah. And that's, he has has like all these creative outlets. Yeah. He has a movie podcast. He has a weed podcast. He has a food podcast and he's even thought about doing Doug loves sleeping, 
where he literally starts it. And he's, I, I, he's talked about it on his podcast cause it was a joke at first. Then a lot of people were like, yeah, let's listen to it. Do it. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, he's great. If you just want a good laugh and talk about movies and they play movie games. That's but fun. Talk those movies. Another great theme song too. Good stuff. Um, my number one, number one, I'm wondering if you could guess, talk about oh, it. Oh yeah. Time. Bunny ears. Bunny ears. Yes. I'm sure you could guess mine too. Yes. <laughs> but Macaul- years. Macaulay Culkin is awesome. I just, I <laughs> He's feel, a goof, man. I, I don't even know him, but I feel like I'm his friend because I listen let's to his that, podcast. Let's keep doing the podcast, this one for you know, another <laughs> year and then we'll get some guests and dude, we could, we come could on Macaulay. Him. Let's we'll get go. Him, we'll Skype him in. <laughs> he doesn't have to come to Costa Mesa. No, to for sure. He's, um, he's, he also is very, creatively driven like ever since he left acting he's very much into creating comedy but that's accessible to everybody yeah and it's nerdy kind of but then they have stuff that's just pure comedy yeah um he really likes wrestling wrestling's a big thing with really yeah wwe Um, yeah like like old school (laughs) wrestling he has a bunch of like it's almost like the onion they have these funny articles Oh yeah, 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 satirical stuff. I, yeah, and I like it. They have it's kind of a collective of just comedy stuff. He has his podcast, and then he has all these like funny videos that they post mm-hmm. and articles, fake articles. Um, I really, really like uh, the titles, like oh, uh, the, po- the individual podcast? of his little no of his little um, articles. articles. Oh, so one of them's like horoscopes. Who you'll come back to haunt after you die based on your sign. Or like That's fetish good. of the month, that long, hard Tetris block, things <laughs> like that, <laughs> like just really That's nerdy, really but funny stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited to see. He had like Lizzo on more recently. Really? Yeah. I've listened to a couple since you, you showed me to he's him. Funny. I've listened to like too many he's, of them. He's very like spastic yeah. and I love that about him. He's um, like sober now, right? Yeah, I believe yeah. he is. Like he, he looks like it. He looks great. Because whenever I see like memes of him, it's always like the methed out version. Looking yeah, one and I, like, I not, think that's how he looks like anymore. Yeah, I think there was a lot of misconception behind that. He actually yeah. talked about that. Like a lot of people oh, really? think something because they heard it, but I'm just you know I, it was out of the spotlight and yeah. stuff. And it's child actors, man. Whew. Yeah, man, they go through a lot. But yeah. he he is doing something that's unique hilarious um he looks great like yeah. I'm, I'm very very happy i see him for popping him. in in and out of like a lot of uh, like other like viral videos yeah making cameos and stuff he and was on angry video game nerd who i love nice. um angry video game nerd I saw is the, another one i was thinking of was, was just seeing like i don't know what he's called, his name is but he's the guy that um quit nasa to do a youtube channel i never knew that there was somebody who did that you might recognize him. He's, he's done. If you did the porch pirate thing where he made a fake package and then it's. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was litter. on that. He, they did, he a, did, a, they did a yeah. version two where it was more home alone. Home alone yeah. and so he came in and did he's, like a guest thing. And I'm glad he like, cause I, I could, I could understand that that like movie and that experience probably kind of sucked for him. Um, cause you know, you're a kid, you, but you have to work all the time and stuff, but he must know that, that, that movie is just, huge and in child, important. it's still like how many kids yeah. still watch it and like love like home alone that first one is just so good it's great so good. and good good for him he's he's doing something he loves now like kind of like you have doug benson who's yeah. doing all these different things he's able to kind of flex his i'm sure if you asked him they would not call it work no you know, that's 
That's the, that's the but they worked right hard there. to get there, yeah. which is awesome. Exactly. Just Joe and Rogan it, too. And you I'm know? sure it, there is work involved, but when you're loving it, it doesn't feel like work. It's yeah. not literally carrying, it's not wheelbarrow and coal up a hill sure. like Robert Pattinson <laughs> was doing, you know, that's fucking work. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, dude, Robert, back to Lighthouse, he really was like working. Yeah. He was carrying buff. shit and like big Robert, they made big him do boy a Robert lot of Pattinson. Yeah. Um, good cool. stuff. Bunny ears. Nice. Bunny ears. Great. Uh, Keep going, Macaulay. It's, it's awesome. It's kind of newish, right? In the last couple of years, this year? I would say like 2017 was when they started. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've only kind of heard about it this year. Yeah, it's getting bigger. Nice. So that's good. Cool. Can you guess my number one? Uh, Carolla? Of course. Adam Carolla. Carolla, the real godfather of podcasting. Like he's started it all. Um, I love his because it has a morning radio feel. It's live. There's people in and out. Um, they play clips, they have guests, um, their whole team over there just kills it. They make like songs, like really funny, you know, parody songs of what's going yeah. on. You, you know about, uh, all the quote unquote lackeys. That's the people yeah. that work, work for him. And he, even when they fuck up, he'll like call them out on the air. I don't really like, like, it's kind of entertaining, but it's kind of unprofessional, but it's still kind of fun. To listen yeah. To. Um, I mean, listening to his story, he gets a really bad reputation of being like this misogynistic, racist, right winging guy. And he really isn't. He, he If you really listen to him, he, yeah, he pl- he knows that and plays onto that joke and makes fun of it. Like, yeah, you can keep thinking that, but whatever. But he really is just like this level headed guy that goes off of like stats yeah. and what works. And um, I mean, he went he came from literally like nothing. He used to live on a porch with his shitty parents that he talks about all the time and now he's a multimillionaire. Yeah. With. Same kind of thing. He gets to do what he, he says that when he was in high school, you know, they do like the not placement test, but they tell you like what you should yeah. do. I, I never got that test. Did you ever get the, like, I think I fill did. it out and then you're going to be a teacher. I did. And a, it was something stupid, like financial analysts. I'm like, I I'm terrible with numbers. Yeah. What but, the hell? Uh, his counselor said, you know, there really isn't a job for you. What you need is somewhere where you can talk to a microphone for 24 seven. That's amazing. And that wasn't and a thing back then. Did. And, and even when he got kicked off his radio show, he had nothing going on. Why did he get kicked off? It was a long story. It was with him and Danny Bonaducci. You know the guy? From, I don't. Uh, he's a child, another child actor. I think he was on the Partridge family. Yeah, it was Partridge family. Got it. And he's a douche and he hated it. And uh, so he left like a big contract because he just he didn't want to. Yeah, do I don't want to do like, that. But I'm going to I have a fan base. I want to do this. Take it over. What's this thing? Podcasting. Let's just try it. And there was no money in it at the time. And now he's one of the biggest downloaded. He literally is the Guinness Book World Records uh, person with the most, most downloaded podcast. Um, that was a while ago. I don't know if anyone's going to challenge him. But I mean, since then, he's put out a podcast almost every day, Monday through Friday, and even puts some out on the weekends now. That's crazy. So, and they're all like hour long episodes. The, right? the main show, the Adam Crowley show is about two hours. They split actually they split it up into two episodes, which I really don't like. It's really annoying. Um, but, and then he has other ones. He has a car. Yeah. One. He has a, a woodworking one. Everything he's interested and then he's, in. And then the other thing is, I mean, a lot of people know him from Loveline with Dr. Drew. Yeah. They still do the show. It's not Loveline, but they still have their show. No, not a lot of people know that. But that, it's on a podcast. Yeah. yeah. And it's, um, totally uncensored now too. That's the other great thing is they can say all the curse words and that's great. Um, 
I've seen him. He has live shows too, which is which is really fun. They do the podcast on stage live. That's really cool. I've seen that a couple times. Um, I just a good dude. I feel like I got to speak up for him because he gets some shit. Even though more recently he did have uh, Donald Trump Jr. on his fucking show, and he just softball questions left and right. It was fucking bullshit. Here's the thing: like I, we all. We all think differently. We all have different opinions. Yeah. Um, the moment where I start standing against people is when they use their platform to put other people down. Like, yeah. in that, because that's not cool. Like, it's, you know what I mean? But I, I mean, from all I've heard, he's funny and he's smart and he's, you Any know. Any stand up comedian that goes in there, mm. it's funny that. He's not really respected in the entertainment world, yeah. but with stand-up and comedians, there's really no one else in that industry that can do what he does. Yeah. He does a thing now. He's actually, one of the things he's been doing this year is more stand-up. He hasn't really been a stand-up comedian. Got it. He's done it here and there, but this year he's like, I'm going to do stand-up, you know, and he he has written material. And then he does a thing called, um, what can't Adam complain about? Where he has the That's audience, funny. he gives the audience ping pong balls and they're told to write down one word on the ball and then they put it in a hopper and then they pick it randomly and then, you know, they say, all right, baloney. And just on the spot, he can give five minutes on baloney. Yeah. Not a lot of standups can do that and make it like funny. Like you can talk about baloney for five minutes and not be funny, but yeah. he can. And a lot of another, people come in and say, I don't, we don't know how you do that. Adam. Yeah. There's no, how do you do that? Another guy that I feel like that would do that well is Norm McDonald. Yeah. I mean, he, they, they get compared a lot yeah. to each other and they're, they're friends. He's tried to get Norm on the podcast a lot, but he's a fucking weirdo. Yeah, he's he's no, very include like, um, exclusive, not exclusive. What's when you're reclusive, reclusive. Thank you. Yeah. That's the word. But, um, doesn't like to go out. Corolla. Um, love it. One last little story though. Yeah, you're done, right? Um, with Corolla, I don't know if people know about this, but he saved podcasting about five years ago, something like that. Um, there's these people called patent trolls. You ever heard of them? Patent troll. No, it's a whole industry where these rich people get into a group and buy patents from people. And then they go and try to sue as many people out there as they can that are using it without like their permission. It happens all the time. It's this really black industry that yeah. the United States government just lets. They're, tr- they're trying a little bit better, but it's still out there. So anyways, a few years ago, um, these guys got the patent for, it was very specific in podcasting. It's the way podcasting are, is listed it's not the actual listening of the podcast yeah. the app is the patent. It's like the way the episodes are listed in your app. I don't know. It's really stupid. It's like the dumbest little thing. And they sent letters out to NPR, Apple, Rogan, Corolla. I mean, all the big hitters at the time. Um, That's crazy. Marin. Um, who else is big back then? Um, I think even Doug Benson was in there. You know, most of the heavy guys. And Apple, I think NPR settled. They were like, because the letters basically said, we're going to sue you unless you pay us. It's like such the hell mobbish mentality. But Corolla was like, fuck you. I'm going to war because I know what you guys are. And he uh, made this meeting, very famous meeting in podcasting history where he invited all the heavy hitters of podcasting to his house and told him, listen, I'm going to war with these assholes and I need your backing. I know we're all kind of competitive, but this is a community it's starting to become bigger and 
if we let this go, this is going to ruin podcasting mm-hmm. forever. So I'm going to fight them and I need your support. And so what they did, you know how they have like the Amazon list or clicks where, you know, you click through Amazon and whatever you buy <clears throat> podcast, whatever episode gets like a percentage. You yeah. That? It's very popular. And he basically said, listen, if you guys can do that, but make it one link and send it all to my legal team, that'd be great. And they did that. And they raised a bunch of money and he went to court and fought him. He went and testified in front of Congress and told him what was going on with him. And they listened to him. And finally, um, and they, what the, the patent trolls didn't like is how public Corolla was making this. Yeah. He made it t-shirts. He had shows because what the patent trolls like to be is under the radar. They don't want to yeah, know. Now it's there. like, Hey, look. And so finally the they quote unquote settled, which they just canceled the case, but technically they can come back at any time and reopen it. And basically they made it look like they won, but Corolla really won. Yeah. But he didn't really win because it cost him like over a hundred thousand dollars in legal fees to, to do this. So that's another reason I, I love the guy. Cause he, yeah, that's he saved good. podcasting. That's good. For, for yeah. As minuscule as that stupid patent is, it would have changed what podcast yeah, is chain like. reaction yeah. through the whole podcasting community. So thank you, Corolla. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So you want to get in some, how much time we got? Well, it's been an hour. Yeah. You want to save the news stories? Ah, we could go over them real quick. We got, we brought up some cool news stories of 2019. We want to just get through them real quick. The end of the year. Yeah. Go ahead. What, do you, what, what do you got? All right. So you want me to just go all three top? Let's just go through them real quick. All right. So we've been talking for a while. A sound engineer accidentally got high cleaning a 1960 60s radio. <laughs> So he was he was cleaning, wiping things down, and then the fumes. He, well, he actually got sorry. Um, he actually got like the residue got on his skin, and if oh. you know, like with LSD, if it sinks into your pores, like you're gonna get high. So wait, the radio had LSD in it? Yeah, it was crystalline residue so it was in like, the so crystallized like, LSD in the radio, and it wasn't he was like cleaning it. The radio didn't magically make it. Someone had like stuck no, in there. No, somebody it probably got like hidden, stuck in there, or maybe they it. were, I don't know, somehow doing it, and it got in there, stuck in there. But he was cleaning it, and it sunk into his pores. And he got really high on it. So that's <laughs> that's your first story. That, that was pretty funny. Okay, well, mine's a little bit bigger. Uh, January 3rd, uh, almost a year from now, um, previous, China landed on the moon for the first time. I thought that yeah, was pretty big. And wasn't it the dark side of the moon? Yes, it's the uh, side of the moon that never faces the Earth. That's so crazy. So, mission would require a relay satellite. Um yeah, the mission it's, aims to study the age and composition of the region and getting more information about the early solar system in Earth. So thanks, China. Yeah, it's That's so cool. cool. It's so cool to hear like the world coming like, together with that kind of thing. When I was looking you know? up stories, I, it was a lot of politics and, you know, wars and yeah. all this. I was like, I like the science stuff. What, yeah. What are we doing? So and what good are we doing? Because we could talk all day about how bad everything is right now because it is, but... I try to leave douchebag Donald out of this yeah, podcast. We don't, yeah, <laughs> but we'll, we won't go there. But. <laughs> Especially when Liz is here. Because <laughs> yeah, I'll your, lose my... What's your next thing? A uh, farmer grew a 910-pound pumpkin <laughs> and turned it into a boat. A boat? <laughs> so, I thought say a jack-o'-lantern. No, this guy, this guy grew... The largest one they had before on this farm was 220 pounds. But... Um, yeah, I guess he grew that 910 pound pumpkin 
And I actually pulled up a picture if my, it seems like my computer froze. How many so. people, is him and him can fit in it or is it? Uh, uh, just him. But look, here it is. Here it is. He hollowed it out <laughs> and he has like an oar. It, honestly, <laughs> it's not as big as I thought it was going to be, but it's still pretty big. It's a big one, man. Like imagine just. <laughs> I like, I like that better than pumpkin pie. I know that. I mean, I love pumpkin pie, but. The funny thing is, is that who would think to like, oh, what are you going to do with your 910 pound pumpkin? I'm going to go boating in it. Like, what? <laughs> I think it was pretty awesome. He hauled it into the, he put it in the truck and hauled it into the pond and just like jumped in. <laughs> Probably get a few, few laps. I mean, when does that start to deteriorate? Especially um, when you start opening it up like who that. Who knows, man? <laughs> it probably nice. gets all gross in there. I got another science one. This year was the first image we ever took of a black hole. Oh, I remember that. That was, that was a big deal. It happened up in April, located in the Messer 87 galaxy. Yeah. Dude, get this. The black hole is 500 million trillion kilometers away. That's 500 million trillion kilometers away. It, it, I can't even imagine that. Like, Oh, bro. And it's the, the black hole. It's three million times the size of Earth. Three million times Jeez. the size of Earth. It's a giant. Things just hanging out well, out there, sucking things in. Yeah, and that's that. That's the part of space that freaks me out a bit. Is like the black oh, hole. We know oh, nothing you know what? That's about what I watch. Them. I knew I saw another movie this week. I'll do it next week, maybe. I saw Ad Astra. Oh yeah. This week in the space stuff. Let's we'll talk about it. Yeah, it's, it was pretty good. But um, yeah, and I remember Liz waking me up, waking me up with this news, like. Or any any science news she's super into so she's like she, she's just like oh look a black hole and i'm like that's awesome I mean, but it freaks me out yeah, when you, and when you see the uh, the photo you're like eh, that's what they took it's all blurry and i know weird. but it's but that's that's it that's the trillions best what do you expect so from far 500 away? billion trillion kilometers like away? how many miles is that away yeah. that's crazy i don't know what the the distance or the is it like light years at all? It's just I don't a know. Fuck, fuck ways away. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. You got any more? Yeah, I got. I have one more, and right. my my third one is two Amish men were caught drinking while driving a horse and buggy <laughs> and blasting music. You notice mine are all dumb. I was gonna like, say well, bring it up. I didn't know what news stories he was bringing up. <laughs> These are more like like kids yeah. would laugh at I this. I love it though. It's I better it's than hilarious. The, the shitty war story. So yeah, I know. So, so wait, say this again. He got, like, so two Amish men yeah. were caught drinking while driving their horse and buggy and, they got, and blasting music and they got pulled blast, over. How are you blasting music? I, probably in a little stereo or something. They they're just, not there. I know they don't, but that's probably one of the things they got in trouble for afterward, mm. but they were drinking. Um, and <laughs> they were doing, they, they were busted with a 12 pack of Michelob ultra classy and they were, they were using a stereo system. Yeah. They had their driving their buggy tricked out with a stereo system <laughs> and they got pulled over, but they ran. They actually, they Pursuit? leapt off. They leapt off the buggy and disappeared into the woods. They couldn't find them? And the horse, yeah, the horse was all alone. Oh. You know, took the horse. <laughs> but like, See, they, even the Amish. They're a routine is- traffic stop around 1 a.m. Like you're driving out on the <laughs> duty as a cop and you see a horse and buggy, like drunk horse and buggy. How many, I wonder how many they, they pull over in a year. Oh, I don't know. It's probably normal for them because it's yeah. Amish town, you know? <laughs> I think that's I wonder, hilarious. Well, 
Did Can they... you imagine like the freaking hats? The hats. And, like... <laughs> That's what I was picturing. <laughs> Why? Well, Especially I... if it was at night. They're all in black, so it would be easy to, you know, hide away. I the... mean, I don't know if this is them, but look. I mean, that's what I was picturing in my head. <laughs> you ever seen the, Kingpin? I have the seen Kingpin movie? a long time. Woody Harrelson, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, oh, who plays the Amish guy? It's uh, Quaid. Randy Quaid. Oh, crazy. Crazy Randy Quaid. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> nice. But well, yeah, those are my three top stories. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> like Michelob Ultra. Like, you got drunk on that? Like, how long stuff? would that take you? Nice. Like, um. One of the big one, because we both been to Paris, Notre Dame Cathedral. Remember oh, it burned down? That yeah. was a big deal for a while. And I think they're still working on it. But Very that, sad. It happened in April. I don't think anyone died or anything because what happened was it was still it was under construction. And then something happened in the construction site that caused it to burn. But uh, yeah, it was most, just, mostly the roof and the spire. So a lot of it was still intact. But man, yeah, that was a big deal. I think... I think mainly, like, I really, I, what hurt me the most was, like, we'd been there, you know, like, uh, only in December of last year. Did and you guys just, go inside? Yeah, we uh, did. Oh, I didn't, I just drove by. Unreal. We were yeah. going to try to go up the tower, but it was too late. Mm. Um, but, God, how beautiful. Um, but the thing is, is they, um, they, they t- it, it's such a big part of their culture. Yeah. That just was destroyed and like, well, they'll make it look better, I guess. But yeah, it's still all that stuff was made in what year? Like 1500. Oh my God. Yeah. But there, Paris is full of all that. Like yeah. it's so every old. corner has something cool. But that yeah. is like the cool, like the big daddy. of So them. my heart's definitely went out to them. Like I got, know. I got five really quick ones because some of them are kind of fun. Um, they made a, a microchip out of carbon nanotubes, not silicone. Apparently, this is a big deal. It's going to change like microchips down the future. Really? It's going to make everything like twice as fast than we are. Yeah. Oh. So that's one cool thing. Can't I wait, can blink can't in my, from, yeah, my computer. Gonna, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, people can sense Earth's magnetic field, brainwaves suggest. So apparently, we as humans can feel the magnetic, Earth's magnetic field and don't even know it. That's so crazy. Kind of weird. Um, now I'm all aware of not, my, like what's going on. Nice. Uh, not only did we take a picture of a black hole, we took the temperature of a black hole. How cold was it? Uh, where is it? Negative 8 billion jillion quadrupillion. Just took the temperature. Jillion. Temperature of the minute. 8 trillion. Oh. Doesn't say this. Doesn't <laughs> say. Hold on. Negative 8 degrees. It just says that I'm sorry. Just says that we just took the temperature. It doesn't say what it was though. Dang it! But that it, it uh, goes with what Hawking's Hawking. Um, damn it! Because he was a genius. Damn it! Now I lost the site. That's crazy though. Like that we would be able to take the temperature. How do you even do that? Is it on the telescope that's out there? Or? Damn it! And secondly, what happened to the telescope? <laughs> Did it get like eaten by the black hole? No, I think they do it from from here. They do it from here. They How the hell do you do I that? I mean, they have like the Hubble telescope out there. I mean, maybe that's doing it, but that's still relatively close to us. Like, what's to, inside of the black hole? There's nothing, man. Just black, so mu- more yeah. blackness. Um, that one's stupid. 
Oh, here we go. Archaeologists tie ancient bones to a revolt chronicled on the Rosetta Stone. You know what the Rosetta Stone is? I don't. Rosetta Stone is like this tablet that helped unlock uh, a lot of languages from back in the day. I think it like Egyptian. No, oh, that's why they call the. It's a big thing. Back, they call yeah. the company Rosetta Stone. Exactly. Because, yeah, it's language. Yeah, they teach yeah. you the languages. Exactly. And yeah, Egyptian. Egyptian stuff. So I just thought those were cool. Yeah, those are cool. I like science stuff. Science is great. It it always defies your expectations, even more so than like fantasy. As much as I liked science in school, it was it was a tough subject though. It is a lot of memory. So for sure, cool. That's it, bud. Yeah, 2019. It's been a great year. Uh, Another a another big thing that happened this year. We started a podcast. Well, we did within the year, and this at least the we put it up. So that's awesome. I'm, I'm stoked on it, man. Yes. Congrats to a year. See you, next, see you next year. All year. You got a song lined up? Yes, I do. Let's, let's and this actually connects with um, the movie we saw today, kind of. Not kind of, but yeah. Let's see if you know. I know this song. Oh, do uh, you remember? Yep. It's called Paranoia. So it's all anxiety That's driven. True. So I'm like, that felt with the movie. This, you could put probably put this song on top of a whole lot of uncut gems. And yeah. Just be like, yep, yep. Oh yeah. So it's been the So So Scrutiny podcast. Check us um, out on Instagram, Facebook, all that Twitter, all that good stuff. Go on Spotify, subscribe. Still haven't made the iTunes fucking thing. I gotta. I know. Oh yeah, go check out the oh, So So Scrutiny playlist on Spotify yeah, as well. Spotify is up. Question. If someone subscribes to those and you add them, does it automatically get added to their playlist? Like, it, will it update every week? Or yeah. It on, if you subscribe to our podcast, it will, like, no, it'll show up. Yeah, the next playlist. episode will show up. The playlist. Oh, the playlist? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It start. updates. It does. With, it should. It should be saying. updating with it. Yeah. Because it's, like you're subscribed to it. Yeah, know, you right? follow it. Okay, I was yeah. just making sure. So, yeah, if, yeah, if, if you haven't already, go follow our So So Scrutiny podcast playlist. It's we, you know, feature all the songs we play here. So lots of songs. Yeah, getting Ooh. longer and longer. Can't wait for 2020, buddy. Yep. So happy New Year. Um, stay safe. Don't drink and. Yeah, there's plenty of Ubers and Lyfts out there. <laughs> Don't drink and drive. There's no excuse nowadays. Yeah. It's stupid. So yeah, be safe, safe out there, everybody. Happy New Year. See ya. Breaking ball!